And now may I present one of the most charming and talented members of Hollywood's younger generation, soon to be seen in The Wizard of Oz, MGM singing sensation Miss Judy Garland. It was like a breath of spring I heard a robin sing About her nest set apart All nature seemed to be In perfect harmony Sing when the strings Are Hey, Judy fans, this is Mindy. Thanks for listening to another episode of Old Time Radio. Next in our Judy Garland series is her appearance on the Chase and Sanborn Hour, otherwise known as the Charlie McCarthy Show, originally aired September 7th, 1941. Judy's 19 years old at this point, and like she always does with Charlie McCarthy, she dissolves into giggles and is almost irretrievably lost. <laughs> through portions of her appearance. She always does this on this show, I think, more than any other, and it's always so sweet and cute. I think she just genuinely enjoyed the absurdity of the entire thing. Um, Something else I really like about Judy Garland in doing these intros is if you go to your search engine and type in just her name and click news, you're going to get very recent news stories, multiple news stories, varying things, almost as if she's still alive. I don't really follow celebrity news, but every once in a while, you know, you catch a headline that some memorabilia from like Gone with the Wind or something comes up and it sells for a huge, stupid amount of money. That's kind of like here or there with some of these estates from celebrities and whatnot. But Judy, Judy's current. (laughs) She's still so popular that she gets a lot of current news. So go ahead and check that out. But something I found interesting was her third husband, Sid Luft was in the process of writing his autobiography, but wasn't able to complete it before he died. So in March 2017, his posthumous autobiography will be released. And judging by the stories that always leak from these things, the the most salacious tidbits to get people interested enough to buy this book, I've seen a few that are really depressing and may or may not even be true, which is the other issue I have with celebrity autobiographies, (laughs) but that's a whole different story. Anyway, one of the things that got leaked, quote unquote, from this was her association with John F. Kennedy, which and how that even came about was JFK's sister, Patricia Helen Kennedy, was married to Peter Lawford. And Peter Lawford was, of course, a member of the Rat Pack. And Judy Garland was an honorary member of this group. So they were friends and knew each other quite well. And JFK requested to meet Dorothy. If they could make that happen, <laughs> he went at six degrees of separation and wanted to to meet Judy, and he did, and they became friends, and he would apparently call her randomly and ask her to sing for him over the telephone. Usually it was somewhere over the rainbow, but it could be a medley or just whatever she felt like singing, and she was always happy to oblige this request and it's such a sweet random thing to read and you can see some pictures of them together at a couple of it looks like dinners or something so it's kind of interesting jfk was a big fan of judy garland too imagine that so again i'm I'm not into celebrity autobiographies if you read it want to let us know about it please feel free to i i don't plan on on reading that there's too much motivation to lie 
in these things to get people interested and buy your books. And I don't mean to impute anybody's honor here. It's just the nature of entertainment, I think. So, and we'll probably talk a little more about Sid Love just in general because he was a big part of Judy's life. They were married from 1952 to 1965. That was her longest marriage. So, anyway, that all comes later in the later years. Right now, we're dealing with her probably third or fourth appearance on the Chase and Sanborn Hour, which implies that it's 60 minutes long. But here we only have uh, Judy's parts in it. So a couple of songs and some interactions and stuff. And it also has an appearance by Mortimer Snurd. But yeah, and a quick note about Mortimer Snurd. I totally forgot this was a ventriloquist show. And so I go online looking for the voice of to see, you know, who's doing this. Because to me, it sounds like Goofy from Disney, which I read who was the inspiration for this voice. Um, But yeah, I saw that it was Edgar Bergen. There's a picture of Charlie and Mortimer and Edgar together. And I was like, who's the dummy? Who's the dummy? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Anyway. So Charlie McCarthy, Mortimer Snurd, Edgar Bergen. And Judy Garland from September 7th, 1941. This is the Chase and Sanborn Hour. The makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee, the blend that's friendship in a cup, present Edgar Bergen, Ray Noble and his orchestra. The stars of Hold That Ghost, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, our guest Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's Judy Garland, and... There's a little lad with freckles on his nose Good at being bad, no matter where he goes To wonder who this Thank you, chums. Thank you. And on behalf of dear old Chase and good old Sanborn, welcome back. You know, it's amazing how getting back to work changes Bergen. No, yeah. From a drip to a regular grind. Oh, (laughs) Well, that's very flattering, Charlie. But aren't you going to thank Ray Noble for that song? Of course, Mr. Noble. You are the noblest noble of them all. Thanks for the song. Oh, that's all right, Charles. It was really nothing. Well, I know, that's true, but uh, thanks anyway. <laughs> I say, Charles, uh, how did you spend your vacation? Well, Bergen took me on a pack trip up in the great northwest. Mm-hmm. I rode a mule for three days. Mm, riding yeah. on a mule must be rather wearing, isn't it? Yeah, please, Mr. Noble. My blister and I, we don't talk about that. <laughs> how about you, Judy, me darling Garland? Did you have a nice summer? Oh, I had lots of fun, Charlie. Oh. I spent most of my time making the picture babes on Broadway with Mickey Rooney. Did you? Oh. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Never heard of the guy. <laughs> Some flash in the pan, no doubt. Oh, now, come, come, Charlie. Don't mm-hmm. tell me you're still jealous of Mickey. No. I know how you can prevent it, though. How? Well, you know that song you're going to sing? Yeah. Why don't you make it a love song special for me? Oh. <laughs> well... All right, Charlie. We'll make it a love song, especially for you. (gasps) Just think special for me. (laughs) Lately, here's about that. I hope Rooney is burly. Hey, Daddy. I want a diamond ring. Bracelets, everything. Daddy. 
just for me. Closed with New York labels Daddy You ought to get the best for me Here's an amazing revelation With a bit of stimulation I'd be a great sensation I'd be your inspiration Daddy I want a brand new car Champagne, caviar Hey best for me I even went to school now ain't that swell for you I learned the alphabet so I could spell for you D is for the dog you're gonna buy me a pedigree dog that can talk A is for that most expensive automobile You really can't expect me to walk B is for that 14-carat diamond And Y is for that ocean-going yacht Gather them together, they spell daddy The only daddy Judy, I'll be your daddy. You've come to the right man. You know, Judy, I think I can eke out a sable or a mink coat for you. Oh, do you really, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. Now, Judy, I think Charlie has swept away with it all. Young man, do you realize that a mink coat costs $3,000? Yeah. Yes. $3,000, yes. <laughs> Let's see, $3,000, $0.75 a week, multiply by seven, carry six, pick up six, beat me a burger, and eat to the mink. <laughs> what are you doing, Charlie? I'm trying to figure out how to get you that coat, Judy. I hope you'll forgive me for counting on the fingers. Well, of course, but have you got enough money yet? No, I haven't even got enough fingers either. <laughs> see, divide by two us, carry four us, eeny, meeny, mind you, Morris. Would you help to help me out a little, Judy? Well, I... I'm afraid Judy has other plans at the moment, Charlie. Yeah? Yes, she's going to sing The Things I Love. The Things She Loves? That's, That's right. That's right, Charlie. I hope I'm one of those things. <laughs> Foolish and childish they may be My heart takes wings over the things I love. The glow of sunset in the summer skies, the golden flicker of the fireflies, 
the gleam of love light in your lovely eyes. These are the things I love. A silver moonbeam peeping through the trees. A bed of tulips nodding in the You give an answer to my plea. These are the things I love. Once I thought that life was just a winter thing. My heart was cold then. You came to me like a breath of spring. You turned the silver snow to gold. A robin serenade when day is through. The babbling brook beside our rendezvous. Your sweet voice whispering, darling. Judy, that did it. All <laughs> oh, that really did it, Judy. <laughs> it was so beautiful, it inspired me. Inspired you to what, Charlie? It inspired me to figure out a way to get you that mink coat. It really did. Oh. I can see you wearing it now, Judy. Oh, but, Charlie, <laughs> if I wore a mink coat, I'd feel extravagant. Yeah, but ain't it a lovely feeling, though? <laughs> <laughs> Well, why don't you treat your chassis to something classy? Oh. <laughs> Make your torso even more so. Oh. <laughs> Charlie, you know you can't afford it, so just forget about it. Well, now, but I've got, I've got a way figured out. Your minko will cost you practically nothing, Judy. Mm-hmm. How much is practically nothing, Charlie? Well, it's the price of two minks. Hmm? You see, I got a scheme. You see, we'll open up a, a, a sort of a minkateria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, all we have to do is, is treat them nice, and pretty soon word gets around and relatives move in. Uh, <laughs> and, well, you know, pat her a little feet and that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, I see. You raised a little baby minx. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Good. And pretty soon, you know, the, the, the little ones, the little ones are old enough to vote and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's life. That's his life. In three years, there's your fur coat. Oh, now, wait a minute. You mean you have the furs? Well, sure, you have the furs, sure. Yeah, but you need more than that for a coat. Yeah? What about the lining? Uh, if the minx can wear it without lining, so can you. <laughs> can do. Yeah. We can get a pair of silkworms and raise our own lining. Now you're talking. <laughs> yes. And if you want a cotton lining, you get a couple of bowl weevils. <laughs> yeah, but then there's the, there's the items of buttons. Yeah? 
Uh, will we have real mink buttons? Now, don't be ridiculous. Minks don't have buttons. <laughs> you know, I- I'm afraid the whole idea is too expensive. Yeah. How about San Fernando Sable? San Fernando Sable? What's that? Gopher. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, how about raising a pair of, of imitation seals? No, no, I don't care for that. Uh, I could show you something very interesting in a mole. Oh. Of course, not in front of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'd better stick to me. Yeah. Providing you know something about raising them. Well, it's simple. All you do is feed them and we'll keep them in Bergen's backyard. Uh-huh. Well, isn't the fur better if you raise them in a cold climate? Well, yes, it is. But you see, on hot days, I can sit and fan them. You get the same results. You could feed them sherbet, too. Yes, that's cool. Cool and light. Yes, it's nice after lunch, thing. Yes. Oh, it'll be fun, Rudy. Watch it, baby. Still early in the season. I'll go back to reading again. But wait a minute. Who's going to buy the pair of minks? Oh, well, uh, how about you, Judy? How about Bergen? You'll ask him. He might trust you. <laughs> Wait a minute. What'll we offer him for his investment? Oh, let's see. Uh, we'll, we'll, I tell you, if he'll give us the two minks, we'll grow him a fur collar for his overcoat. That'll get him. Oh, yeah, but aren't fur coats on men's, uh, oh, aren't fur collars on men's overcoats yeah, a little out of date? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we get off in time. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you, it'll go well with Bergen's high-button shoes, you know. <laughs> go on, work on it. Shall go I? Ahead. Sure, go ahead. All right, Try. all right. Oh, Mr. Bergen. Yes, Judy? This will get him. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bergen, mm. Charlie and I have an idea to grow mink coats in your backyard. Is that so? Uh-huh. And, and in a few years, I'll have a coat and you'll have a fur collar. I see. That is, if you furnish the minks. And if you furnish the backyard. Uh, I see it. Well, now, that's very interesting, and I'd like to help you kids out, but I think we should have a more definite understanding, don't you think? Yeah, well, let's draw up a contract yeah. and sit down. Yeah? <laughs> let's make it strictly legal. Oh, it'll be so legal, Bergen. It'll be so legal. There'll, there'll even be a place for the minks to sign. Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, now, just how will this contract read? Well, you'll be the mink or, yeah. and we will be the minky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, be have it ready as quick as a winky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quiet, stinky. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's right. Now, you know, the party of the first part and the party of the second part agrees to, uh, you know, ipso facto, habeas corpus, and status quo. And choice of two desserts. I see. Oh. Now, now we need a witness. Oh, yes, a witness, a witness. Eh, let's see. We must have a disintegrated party. Uh, <laughs> I know just a guy, Mortimer Snurd. Good. Hey, Marty... Uh, Mortimer, Mortimer, come here. We we want you to witness a contract. There he goes. Well, what do you want me, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) We we just want you to sign your name. Yeah. Just put your X right here. How do you spell X? Oh, oh no. Man. I don't think you know what we're talking about. Well, I guess I'm a little hard of thinking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me try to explain, Mr. Uh, Bergen. You see, Mortimer. No, I don't see you. No. <laughs> well, Charlie and I are going to raise mink coats. Oh, what for? For, for mink fur. Oh. <laughs> well, why don't you try raising a porcupine fur? Porcupine fur isn't good for anything. Well, well it has its good points. <laughs> oh, oh. 
<laughs> I think I know another one. <laughs> Maybe you better save it. Yeah, it's too good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mar, will you stop wasting our time? Now, just sign this contract. Well, I don't know. Well, why? Uh, why? What have you got to lose? Uh, all right. If I'm swindled, I can always claim insanity. <laughs> <laughs>